keeping an eye on what's happening in your backyard, it's back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome back to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM 101.9 FM on this Tuesday afternoon. Hope you are having a good day. Uh, Really appreciate Alan Stewart from the Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum uh, chatting with us, talking about Captain America's birthday. Yes, it did take a lot of effort on my part not to go down some sort of like geeky side trail uh, that would have ended up with a 25-30 minute interview. So uh, definitely check out everything on their Facebook page and uh, appreciate them as always. Uh, Speaking of, of places to go visit uh, kind of the person that's in charge of making sure that Elkhart County's name gets out there and all the best parts of our hometown and our backyard uh, makes it out to the public. Terry Mark is on the line with us over at the uh, County Convention and Visitors Bureau. Terry, it is uh, good to get a chance to chat with you. It has been far too long, and I know you guys got a lot that you've been working on and have been working on since last time we caught up, I think in January. Yeah, thank you, Carl. It has been too long, and uh, but now you know. I think right now is really the perfect time uh, for us to talk because May uh, is a pretty big month uh, for Elkhart County. Of course, we're all we've all been tired of winter and cold weather and uh, rain, and May is kind of feels very spring-like. And uh, later on this month, we will all be able to celebrate the return of our quilt garden. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got the quilt gardens. We've got um, the county fair. The you know the various venues and businesses are finally starting to open back up. We'll talk about the quilt mm-hmm. gardens here more in just a second. Just just generally from from your conversations with um, you know whether it's event organizers or individual business owners, how are we coming out of the other end of this pandemic? Is I I know we took a hit, but you know did, did are, are we gonna are we gonna end up okay on the other side of it? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, there's no question that the last year, year and a half has been really tough on a lot of our of our small business partners, uh, whether it's hotels uh, or restaurants uh, or attractions. I think um, many of us have uh, weathered the storm, so to speak. And I think uh, we're cautiously optimistic. Uh, there are still you know, precautions that we need to take, or at least uh, just some <clears throat> health and safety um, considerations for us to keep in the back of our minds, but I think people are ready and excited to go out and do, you know enjoy um, our our outstanding downtowns and our rural spaces. You know, the, I know the Elkhart Jazz Festival is making some plans, and uh, it's going to look a little different uh, than past years. I think that's going to be a um, kind of an oft-repeated phrase <laughs> this next year. It's like it's a little different, but it still will feel like uh, summer in, in Elkhart County, which is a great thing. Well, I, I, I remember back in January when we were talking uh, that there might actually be it not it's it's hard to it's hard to call it a silver lining because it's just been so terrible over the last year. But there might be some opportunities there to grow Elkhart County's um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, their their sort of image it, it, to to the general public. People might realize that there are more resources in their own backyard than there used to be pre-pandemic. Because before we were all kind of huddled into our little you know free no care worlds, and all of a sudden now we realize well we've got these big event spaces and we've got places like the botanic gardens and uh, the quilt gardens mm-hmm. that are going to be coming back that, that you can go outside and you can enjoy. And even in today's pandemic, it's a safe environment and so through that logically it seems like you know maybe we can put ourselves out there a little bit more 
Yeah, I agree, Carl. I think, that fra- I think of that phrase, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think if there is a silver lining, uh, I would not choose to go through a, a year like 2020 again. But I think what it revealed to many of us is how much we miss um, those things about our community that we couldn't really do, um, like go to concerts and shows uh, and plays and um, uh, go out in, uh, to a festival. Um, you know, we, uh, we essentially went through a year without any festivals. And uh, just just a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> you know, my family and I, we went to one of our favorite festivals, the Maple Syrup Festival mm-hmm. in Walkerusa, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, a little different. Uh, this was still a good crowd. And uh, well, you mentioned the fair. Uh, that's another one of our favorites, uh, the Jazz Festival. I know many people adore. Uh, so I think we appreciate what we didn't have for a year. And I think we appreciate that we have a lot of uh, outstanding things in Elkhart County, uh, both culturally through things like the Learner Theater, Goshen Theater, uh, the Barnes and Napanee uh, that we missed. That's what really made us, you know, makes life richer and uh, more enjoyable is to be able to share those things. Uh, we're going to have uh, two segments for today's interview. Uh, we'll talk about kind of events here uh, for the rest of this. But the second part, I really want to talk about how you go about sort of marketing a community outside of your community. Because, I mean, we, I, I think, like you said, we take for granted what's in our own backyard. You know, we've never really seen some of these things before. Um, and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit later. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But you mentioned the Quilt Gardens. And I know that is that is a big part of what, you know, you guys look for forward to getting started every year uh last year was definitely a rough situation but starting in 2021 there's there's something about flowers in spring that uh well i, I think what is it spring hopes eternal and mm-hmm. you know it, it's just sort of symbolic of 2021 and where we're coming back after the pandemic that there's this new life that's coming into our area yeah i think um Spring does hope, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, spring is uh, really a time of year when we feels, um, tend to feel a lot of hope. It's, uh, you know, the, sun, the days are long, getting longer, the sun is out, uh, the quote gardens are, are coming back. I think it's going to be uh, a really exciting year. So uh, the, the quilt gardens start at the end of the month. They go through the end of September. Uh, they are vast. You can go see them. They are absolutely gorgeous. There's a lot of time and effort that's put into them. It's not a you know once a year sort of project. These things have to be maintained and uh, you know uh, watched out for. Uh, tell us about the quilt gardens in 2021. You know, is there anything new? Is uh, you know, what's it what's it going to look like launching everything off this year? Well, I can tell you that uh, once again we will have uh, 16 quilt gardens across all of uh, Elkhart County cities and towns. Uh, Elkhart and Goshen, uh, of course, as our largest cities, have multiple quilt gardens, but uh, there's a quilt garden to be found uh, in. Um, Middlebury, Bristol, Wakarusa, and Napanee as well. Um, it's, that's to me is one of my favorite things about this is that it connects all of our communities and it brings uh, people together, uh, both the volunteers who plant and maintain water, uh, weed the gardens that keep them looking beautiful throughout the summer and into the early fall, 
uh, and the people who come out and enjoy them. And, you know, uh, last year we were able to do the quilt gardens uh, in, in, even in the face of a pandemic. And I know that was a really was um, <clears throat> a comfort uh, to a lot of people, but it also brings visitors from all over uh, the region. Um, you know, as we come out of this pandemic, uh, you know, we're hopeful that and we, we know from our phone calls that we get that people from all over the Midwest uh, groups, uh, bus groups are wanting to come uh, visit. So we're excited about that. Uh, like I said, there are 16 quote gardens. Uh, there was a new quote garden at uh, the barns at Napanee. They are uh, taking uh taking the place of another quote garden in Napanee that dropped out. So there'll still be two mm-hmm. uh, in Napanee and that's exciting. And all the others um, uh, sites remain, remain the same. Um, the other thing that I, I really, I really love about the flowers and the quilt gardens is that it seems like such a thing that is, you, you know, uniquely Elkhart. Everyone, you know, thinks of the Amish quilts. And if you've been outside of our community and gone into any of the stores, that is a high priced, very sought after item in a lot of specialty shops. But it's, it, it grabs our heritage. It, it grabs a part of us that is unique and, and spreads it across the whole community in a way that everybody can, can enjoy. I agree. I think, um, you know, some, when people ask us, how did you think uh, of the quilt gardens? It started um, uh, 15 years ago. And uh, you mentioned something that really resonated uh, in that whole idea. And that was this uh, reflects our heritage. It, it brings in two things um, that Elkhart County residents are really very good at. There are um, there are the quilts, of course, but there's also gardening uh, and how much um, pride that we take in, in making our, our cities and towns look good. And it really um, shows how much craftsmanship and quality mean to us. And that all is encompassed in the well-crafted destination brand, which we launched last year. And it's, it's, a, it's a definitely a, a compelling way for us to talk about um, and represent uh, Elkhart County uh, because over between our urban spaces and the rural areas, that's the kind of the connective thread. That's the DNA that makes uh, Elkhart County um, as special as it is. Well, I continue to uh, just absolutely love the well-crafted brand. First of all, I think it looks really nice. The uh, just the just the the logo and the sticker there. Uh, by the way, for mm-hmm. anyone who wants to check everything out, visit ElkhartCounty.com. If you go into the things to do and attractions, uh, the quilt garden section is right there, and absolutely check it out as we get ready to get things started. We will talk more about that as we get closer to the date. So we're probably about two, three weeks out from I think your official launch, and uh, we'll talk closer to then. But I think that. It's probably a good time for a break. Uh, so we will be right back on the heart, on the uh, on the beat, rather, on the heart, 1340 AM, 1019 FM. And back here on the beat, on the heart, 1340 AM, 1019 FM. Terry Mark on the line with us today as we are wrapping things up on this Tuesday, talking about the things that make Elkhart great. Had a chance to chat about the quilt gardens there. Uh, more announcements to be made in the near future as they are working on getting those planted and everything ready. Uh, as I said before, check out visitelkhartcounty.com. Beautiful pictures of the quilt gardens on that website. Uh, you can find all the details and everything else that you need as well. So uh, one of the things, Terry, that I wanted to talk about was the actual process of of marketing a community outside of a community. 
Um, you know, because we can all say we can look on Facebook and say at any time that, oh, our friends are going to uh, the barns at Napanee. Our friends are, you know, going down to uh, Bullard's Farms to pick up something. You know, they're, they're going to all these unique, cool places. But, you know, I've, I've always been interested in knowing how you take the unique things of your community push it together into a into a small package and then find some way to distribute it out in a way that makes people want to come visit i know that's a that's a lot to ask in a in a very in a very short period of time but that process seems like it's not that easy it, it's got to be pretty difficult to do that yeah carl how much time do we have <laughs> to talk about this <laughs> no I, um I, I i i'm joking but it it, it is a, it is a challenge and um because part part of the challenge is we you you want to represent uh elkhart county in a way that um feels real and feels authentic and that the residents themselves uh, agree that, yes, that's, that's what describes us. That's what makes us special. Um, we've talked about it before, but, you know, over the last several years culminating in um, uh, early last year, we, uh, our organization worked with um, community partners from throughout Elkhart County, uh, elected officials, business leaders, uh, residents, uh, our hotels and attractions and restaurants to, to really dig in and identify what was it about Elkhart County that connected us as residents and uh, what of those things would really appeal uh, to visitors. And uh, we've, we, um, you know, distilling two years worth of work and research into a few words, but we arrived at the well-crafted destination brand uh, because from what we've heard from our residents about our uh, strong manufacturing heritage and our history, this area was that uh, craftsmanship and quality was is something that was uh, could be seen whether you were in downtown Elkhart or downtown Goshen or whether you were um, uh, in the in the woodlands and uh, around Bristol or the farm farm land around Napanee or Middlebury. It's that dedication to quality and craftsmanship that really tied all of us together. And that's how we arrived at well-crafted. And then that, that leads us into the kinds of words that we use. Um, uh, but really uh, what I would encourage everyone to think about is that uh, we are all our Elkhart County's best ambassadors, how we talk, you know, we as uh, businesses and uh, entities can talk about ourselves and that's all well and good uh but how residents and how businesses talk about this area that community pride that i know we feel but we sometimes don't see and hear about on social media that's truly important and you know uh to how people who come visit us uh, perceive an area I would. I, I. That's why I really liked the the well crafted brand, and I. W- I was there for the official announcement of that. I was, you know, sitting at the Learner, and it's mm-hmm. kind of unfortunate that twenty twenty really put a damper on that because I think mm-hmm. I. I think a lot of people felt very strongly about the community coming out of the coming out of that meeting and out of that presentation, and it was like, wow, this could be a big step forward for us. Let's push into it, and then the entire world, you know, had the brakes put on it. 
So, mm-hmm. so where does it go from here? You know, what's what's you know the conversation been for post-pandemic world as far as you know trying to pick back up on that well-crafted brand idea? So, what we've been doing over the last last year uh, is, you know, working uh, with our small businesses, our partners in all of our communities to help them. Um, understand at a deeper level uh, what well what we mean by well crafted and how how they fit into that. Um, you know the well crafted brand isn't intended to replace uh, anyone's identity, whether you're you know the electric brew uh, coffee shop or Das um, Dutchman Essen House in Middlebury. It's really meant to complement and help describe help them describe themselves in a more powerful and compelling way. So we've been. Uh, um, in different forms, uh, meeting and, uh, and talking with many of our partners to kind of get, get them to understand at a deeper level and how important uh, storytelling is. Uh, because when it comes down to it, uh, what, what we all remember about the places that we visit aren't necessarily um, uh, the things that you might, <clears throat> you might expect. It isn't that uh, you had a, got a great discount this shop or um, uh, the show, what you remember are the stories and the people that those are what uh, kind of strike an emotional chord with people. And if, if people can go back to their homes, remembering that they had a great conversation with the owner of the shop, or you really understood how, you know, you know, if you visit a historical museum and you really understand, Oh, now I get uh, what, how Elkhart County came to be the way it is, uh, that is what is going to um, really get people to come back and remember who you are. You don't remember. You don't remember the new street signs. You don't remember how well the uh, the stoplights worked, which are all the things that you know cities put a lot of money into, and that's and that's great. I mean, that's what you need to do to maintain a city and maintain a community. Um, right. It's the people, and I, and I that's that's not unique to any individual place. But I mean, I maybe I'm biased. I like to I like to think that we have some pretty great people. I mean, you know, just on this show in the last couple of weeks, and I'm I'm just specifically thinking of downtown Elkhart here. No, you know, no, not trying to leave out Goshen um, or you know Napanee or anyone. But I mean, the the story behind uh, the ladies that are running uh, the boutique that are running Bella's boutique mm-hmm. downtown. The story that you know Summer Lewis and her husband have starting you know and getting Yakida going at a time when mm-hmm. downtown downtown Elkhart, there was really nothing there to try and bring people in. Uh, you know, my own my own family, my uncle, you know, uh, runs a cake shop in Elkhart. You know, the, the story of how mm-hmm. the family really, we all are all in on that at all times and how the family has been in Elkhart, you know, for, you know, forever. It's it, those are the things that make places unique. And it, those are the stories that you want to tell and you want to pass forward. Yeah, I could not agree more. And uh, yeah, we you know, all of our uh, businesses and communities have their own story. Uh, the Lerner Theater has a great story, both how it first became the Lerner Theater and then the, the renovation that happened uh, a few years ago. Those are um, stories that really will uh, stick in people's hearts and minds. And uh, the more we can tell those stories, and not and when I say stories, these are factual stories. We're not like making anything up. Mm-hmm. These are our stories. And I think... Um, you know, when we can get out of that um, 
Midwest Midwest modesty and really not not brag, but share who we are. That that matters to people. From a from a uh, from a, a the perspective of someone who's you know working in the Convention and Visitors Bureau, um, what are the measures of success when you're looking at a program like this? How do you how do you measure that? Because inherently you can't find your way into people's minds and figure out why they did a certain thing. So how do you guys you know measure and track this sort of thing throughout the year? Well, there's <laughs> there's so many ways to, to track this, of course. You know, there's some very the, the black and white numbers would be, you know, the number of visitors you have, uh, the number of people who come and, and uh, stay at our hotels and uh, or eat out at our restaurants. Um, those, are, of course, we we measure and, and we keep track of. Uh, that the one that's um, trickier to measure, but we still want to pay attention to. We are you know, trying to figure out ways uh, to measure that. Is that uh, community pride? Um, You know, we've talked about how important it is that um, no matter uh, who you are, where you you work, that uh, the way you live and the way you talk represents that pride. And, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a direct correlation between a cat from that to a cash register ringing. Um, But those are things that we're, we're also trying to, there, you know, there are some measures that you can you can look at through um, sentiment analysis of uh, what what people are saying um, on social media and in the, the digital landscape. The how how people are reviewing um, uh, experiences and attractions and restaurants, but uh, it's all part of the, the bigger picture that we, we, we pay attention to. Uh, Terry Mark, uh, it is good to have you on the program as always. Let's not make it another four or five months before we get a chance to catch up again. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon, and uh, I guess that'll be here in a couple weeks we get the Cool Garden started. So good luck with everything. Thank you so much, and looking forward to seeing everyone out there uh, this summer. All right. That is it for us on this Tuesday afternoon. For On the Beat, as always, you can check out our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Until tomorrow afternoon, you guys have a good one. From On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.